Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Hi, this is Jackie Cation, and you are about to listen to The Dork Forest since 2006. And it is on iTunes, of course, where you may have received it. You may have gotten it at dorkforest.com. Feel free to review it on iTunes. It, we are part of the All Things Comedy Network, allthingscomedy.com, where my new hour special, This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux, is available for $5 download. Knock yourselves out. My website, JackieCation.com, has a player if you want to just listen to it uh, and you don't want to do iTunes. And JackieCation.com has everything. It has my stand-up schedule. It has a merch page where you can get Dork Forest t-shirts and even order a Dork Forest hoodie if you like. All of the shirts are made in America because while I'm willing to wear clothing that are made by toddlers, I'm unwilling to sell clothing made by toddlers. The hoodie, special ordered for some reason, still made in the Philippines. I don't know why. Possibly because they're super cozy, and I don't sell that many of them, but I should work on that. Anyway, there's a chance to donate to the Dork Forest. If you enjoy the Dork Forest, feel free to donate. A hundred bucks a year makes you a super fan, and you could do that in one chunk of a hundred bucks, or you could break it up however you want, because I have not made that easy for you. It would be $8.33 a month if you want to do it. You could also just order stuff if you want Dork Forest t-shirts or CDs or DVDs. I have three CDs out and one DVD, and you can order all of them. Uh, you could order a T-shirt, you could order a hoodie, and that will also support the show, and I totally appreciate that. Yeah, just so you know, the DVD of The Horcrux is Friday Second Show. That is the video. And the CD is Saturday Second Show. I don't know. I didn't videotape that one, but I like that set better, so that is the CD. The DVD is approximately uh, 56 minutes long, and the CD... About 40, 48. So they're different sets, but they're the same material. And it's uh, it's weird, but I like it. The credits. Let's credit the people that make this show possible, quite honestly. We have Mike Rickberg, who sang the intro song and composed the intro song and sings it with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. And he will sing Mexican Hat Dance at the end of this. The audio. The audio is fixed every week, and the teasers are created by... Mr. Patrick Brady, Mr. Patrick Brady, friend of the show. Vilmos does my website, JackieCation.com. So if you're looking for someone to do your website, go to JackieCation.com, scroll down, and click on that link. All right, let's do this. Enjoy. At RBC Wealth Management, social responsibility starts at the top. As a part of the Royal Bank of Canada, RBC has been recognized among the world's financial, social, and environmental corporate leaders. Our sense of responsibility extends to our reputation for putting clients' interests first. My personal commitment is to help you achieve your financial goals by also considering sustainable and responsible investing strategies. To learn more, visit www.darlacashian.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE FINRA SIPC. Something called the Elastic Bar. That's not what it's the, called. It's actually the Elastic Arts Foundation. Oh, is it a foundation? It's a foundation. Is there a development director? Let's meet that person. Um, <laughs> I think you are. Did you know <laughs> yeah. that? Did you I didn't. I know that. I just got promoted to development director of the Elastic Arts Foundation. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a stretchy. Here we are uh, <laughs> it, at the first ever comedy exposition, 2014. Uh, applaud for that because uh, it has been amazing. Wait a second. This is the first ever. This is it. Because it feels like the 30th ever. Right. Because of how well run it is. Smooth. With a V. (laughs) With a V. V. Smooth with a V. That's how smooth it is. Is that because you can't hear the V? Oh, you can't hear the V. In smooth? (laughs) In smooth. You can't hear the V. Smooth. uh, But there's a V in there. Right. There's a V in there. I get it. Silent V. If if you're pretty... If it's... Hello and welcome (laughs) to the show. Mr. Sean Patton is my guest Hi, uh, here at the Chicago Comedy Festival Exposition. Yep. And uh, it's Mr. Sean Patton on Twitter. Am it I is correct? Mr. Sean Patton. Or if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're smart, like people think they are, it's Mrs. Ian Patton. Ha 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 ha
please tell me again. Tweet at me again how it's Mrs. Ian Patton because you're definitely the first. Right. It is really being addressed except for someone spelling Ian, E-A-N. Right? Which Damn is weird. It, that's awesome. I shouldn't fucking know that. Yeah, right. Right? How about the fact that when I was a child, I read a Jim Kielgard book called Big Red and then Outlaw Red Dog Books. And yep, they were yep. uh, Dork Forest. Dork Forest. Welcome anyway, back. so, um, but uh, the name of the Outlaw Red, his name was Sean, spelled like your name, Sean. The only way. And I called him Scene. Yeah? Yeah, I was 11. Oh, yeah? My, yeah. speaking of being 11, my sixth grade re- religious studies teacher yep. said, said Scene, too. Oh, there you go. So there you go. You were on the same level as a 41-year-old religious studies teacher <laughs> when you were a fifth or when you were Exactly, when I was fifth or sixth grade, there right on. That is true. You know, uh, let's go right back to me. Yeah, 11 please, years please. old, I'm in Sunday school. We get a new religious teacher in Sunday school, and the woman uh, is in front of our Sunday school. My sister and I are sitting there, and uh, she tells a story about how you have to uh, you have to be nice to your siblings because God will smite you if it doesn't happen. My sister and I, youngest of six, four mm-hmm. older brothers, and uh, this woman tells a parable. She makes up a little parable about how uh, a boy was mean to his sister at breakfast, and then he got hit by a car Jesus on the way to school. Christ. Yeah, and my sister and I could not stop laughing <laughs> in Sunday school, and we were both chastised. And then uh, we're being driven home by our father, who worked in South Milwaukee, uh, mm. as he was driving us home. And he uh, he said, how was Sunday school? We tell him that story, and he's like, what did she tell you? That's not yeah. how it works. That's not how God works. You get to do whatever you want. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, he. There were two. There were two extremes going on there. Is what I'm saying. What? Wait. And your sister nor you got ever hit by a car. Neither of us. We uh, let us knock on wood. We've uh, we we uh, we're not good drivers, and, and yeah. uh, we are rarely in accidents. And you've been mean to one another. Oh yeah, yeah. We are cruel people. Right there. Only God, on God purpose. Only on purpose. Yeah. Only yeah. On purpose. <laughs> right. You know how some people are thoughtless, so they just say things. Not yeah. in our family. They think them out, write them down, test Quick, them out. Though super yeah. fast. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, boom and slam. And uh, but there's a beat when everyone thinks, "Oh, did you want to play?" And then, uh, yeah, it isn't it isn't a positive. It, I wouldn't recommend you join our family. You know, it's really it's it's terrifying. What I'm saying. I got a glimpse of that just now as you went. Oh, you want to play? I saw. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah. it. I saw it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you right. get terrified. You don't want to get in the way. You don't want to get in the way with a with an asshole-cation. It's uh, it's not asshole-cation. Asshole-cation. That's what I'm going to name my second child. The first one will be named Waffle. <laughs> For no reason. No, no, they? No discernible reason. Uh, my husband, actually, Andy Ashcraft, would like to name our children Waffle. He doesn't like names. He doesn't like real names, uh, which is, of course, an epidemic all over the God-blessed world. I'm sure that kid will appreciate that name. Yeah, who doesn't want to be named Waffle? Uh, until he's third, like, tw- nine. Yeah, yeah. When he changed it to Walter. <laughs> And then back to Waffle when he's 20. When, exactly. <laughs> when he starts painting with acrylics. <laughs> Wafflecation. Wait, what would his middle name be? Uh, I don't know. Something normal, like Tavit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Armenian for David. Anyway, so, yeah. Th- here's the thing. is I do have a nephew who was named by his hippie, crazy mom uh, a million names and no cation on the back end because it was, uh, well, you know, they were doing the devil's work. Anyway, so she he got her, his, her last name. So his name is Salmon. S-A-M-A-N. Oh no, not the no, not okay. the not the fish. Okay. Though his nickname in high school was Pez, which is Spanish for fish, because uh, kids are hilarious. Pez is Spanish for fish. I, that's what I. That's what he told me. I wonder but, if those candy. I wonder if the Pez people knew that. Uh, pescatarian. Remember pescatarians? Ah, uh, sometimes you know I'm real dumb. People? Sometimes I'm real dumb. Sometimes. It's a eventually, lot of the time. we're going to talk about you, but it turns out no, the first no, no, no. five minutes we're just going to talk about me. I, Hi guys. I'm learning a lot about me through you talking <laughs> about you. Uh, so it's, Salmon, I'm okay with this. Wolfgang Patrick Bemel Benrode. That's the boy's name. And when I say boy, I mean he's 26. He's a grown-up man. Now. He will do one of three things with his life. Okay, and uh, you may guess because he's already doing those things. Oh, really? Yeah, he's yeah. already a grown-up? He's already a grown-up. He huh. designed the Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt uh, that uh, you can get at JackieCation.com, well, guys. Anyway, go. That was one of my guesses. Yeah. T-shirt design. No, art- <laughs> he is an artiste. An artiste? Oh, shit. He had to be. He had to be an artist. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, like, but I was thinking, like, artists that say, like, how Bill and Ted, in Bill and Ted's bogus, like, their music saved the world. I 
know, like his art. I do say, think about that a lot. They, <laughs> <laughs> Wild Stallions. <laughs> right. That was the name of their band was Wild right. Stallions with a Y. With a Y. Wild. Wild Wild Stallions. <laughs> what band? What band today would say? Going to a Guys, stand-up routine. All of a sudden, he, he's going to break it up. Break <laughs> it down. What if Grizzly Bear? Uh, but um, that that I thought artist. Yep. I thought uh, terror like like king bad like not even terrorist like okay. evil genius bad guy like Carl Rove like a doctor like okay. you have a doctor in there. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Like doc what doctor Doom Doctor Salmon what was his name Patrick Doctor Salmon Wolfgang, Wolfgang. Bemel Benrod exactly that's it uh, yeah. or or just like. The guy at the end of the bar who has oh, the right. stories. Could just be a career drunk. <laughs> just decided to call it a day. Yeah. He didn't uh, – he's, uh, he's a graphic designer in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C.? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how we both <laughs> – Yeah, we do that. Who's American, huh? Uh, I don't know if you know this about Sean Patton, <laughs> but he's going to be in the show – the next show after this show called mm-hmm. Subs where uh, you will Jesus. be playing a substitute teacher, a uh, stand-up comic substitute teacher. No doubt imparting that kind of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Our nation's capital. And we'll talk about our nation's capital. Where is it? Washington, D.C. That's right. It is not. It is a tax-free island off the coast of Virginia. That's beautiful, but they don't have their own representation. Remember that? Remember they, that? I don't. That's It's a super sad <laughs> thing to them that they don't have representation. But here's the thing. They're not paying for it, are they? Mm-hmm. they Asshats. Exactly. They're not getting it. They're not, there's no taxes. And they got the guy who represents everyone else. Right, standing right there. Exactly. Right? That socialist Muslim who that, is essentially the last couple of months just going, what's happening? You guys know I'm not running for anything, right? That's my favorite <laughs> thing about Obama right now. He's just like, I am not running for anything. You can say whatever you want about me for these last four months. I'm cool. I did it. Yeah. That, you know what's really funny is, remember, like, you you're, you tour, as do I. Right. You doing know? the stand-up of comedy. Doing the stand-up. Like, you meet people... I mean, I'm from the South where, like, you, when the, the word socialist was getting thrown around a lot. A lot of and it. it was by these people, these, like, lower middle class people. You'd be like, you know, if, if Obama could magically turn us socialist overnight, you know you'd be better off. Right. right. Do you it even turns real- out. Yeah, Do you yeah. even realize yeah. you'd have a better life? Yeah, one day a week you would not just be eating ramen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, uh you any but the thing is is everyone thinks that they're gonna be rich. So then they're like, Well I'm gonna be rich one day, so I better get this asshole hat. Even on the, quick. the dishwasher with the five kids. Right, with five kids and you know that you're I'm gonna buy. figure out a new soap. <laughs> I'm gonna figure out a new soap. See this brush? Longer handle. Longer <laughs> handle. Longer handle, I'm gonna have verbal soap where you just look at something and go clean and it work that's a, that's a spell. You're that. not gonna invent a magic spell. <laughs> <laughs> you are a sorcerer. Uh, but you do come from a place where that is magical. Yes, I do, actually. Yeah. Yeah, very, I've seen oh. so many episodes of Bones and Castle where there's voodoo going on, where you're from. There's that, always that, some that. mystery where there's voodoo <laughs> in Law and Order. There's just, yeah. were you raised by a sorceress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who would occasionally make a puppet? I wish it was like that. Yeah. I wish I wish it was just this city where, like, like I wish I could say, yeah, when I was, when I was a baby and I breastfed, White Russian came from my mother's teeth. <laughs> and there was chicken blood chicken drawn around blood. my crib exactly. to protect me from the demons. My dad was an alligator. <laughs> a shapeshifter, because that's how I, he met my mom. She turned him into a shapeshifter, being the voodoo priestess she is. That was a spoonerism, is what that just was. <laughs> I can't even say it without, yeah. It's, well, you it's, don't want to reveal it. You're, I don't want to reveal it. She's the voodoo priestess. <laughs> John Patton, by the way, from the mythical island of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful the, city. Wonderful city. But you're, are you from New Orleans or just from outside of New Orleans, somewhere else in Louisiana? No, no, I'm, my family, like, my family's all, all up in the city for the, for those late, for the, the true New Orleans nerds. Uh, it, Let's go there. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Um, they're all, from, to... they all live in Lakeview and Chalmette, which are like the bookending, sorry, they're part of, well, New Orleans is divided up into parishes, which doesn't exist anywhere okay. else. I wow, guess like Catholic like, parishes? Like yes, church parishes? Yes, exactly. It's all okay. divided up into parishes because it's still... And are they being run by priests, No, parishes? no, okay. no, but they probably were at some point. Okay. New Orleans is a very, despite all the voodoo right, right. and all that the debauchery and all the like, drinking sure. all night, it's a very, by default, Catholic city. Right. And the, the Catholic Catholics tr- love a nipple, though. They love They're like, a show nipple. us a nipple. They love, like, there are, if you go to parts of Bourbon, well, anywhere on Bourbon Street on, like, a weekend, there are always, like, the Catholic Crusaders 
with the megaphones and the okay. signs that say like "Burn in hell" and "Yes, ye, lest ye repent," and they try and talk people wasted out of their minds <laughs> on the street into repenting. Oh wow! And it fucking works sometimes. Oh really? You see, like the guy who's clearly just had an awful night, being like, right. "You know what it is? This is fucking repent right now, man." Jesus, I'm sorry, man. If you get a model and drunk, yes, you're going to get someone's like, you're right. You're right. It isn't going well. That's what happened. No, you just bought a lot of backroom cocaine. (laughs) You just bought a lot of blow from a guy in a stall. Right, that is half baking soda. Half baking soda. And the other half more, it's just baking soda. You just free-based baking soda, which means you're going to feel bloated tomorrow. You're a muffin. (laughs) You will rise. You are a biscuit. You're biscuit head. (laughs) But that's like, that's the, but yeah, like, um, I'm from, I was born in I grew up, I grew up in like a suburb 30 minutes north. Okay. But I was the, we were the only, I have a giant family. We were the only like family in my giant family that moved into the burbs. Okay. And. Oh, my, so everybody else has stayed in the city. Yeah. And you you guys, a little bit of white flight. You do a little bit of white flight. All right. And which is awful, which is the suburbs. I don't know how they are everywhere else. I assume they're the same way. But the suburbs, like, I know more fucked up, crazy, insane people in the suburbs. Craziest shit ever happened in the suburbs than you'd ever hear about, like. But suburban crazy stuff or, like, like urban hear, crazy stuff that has been brought to the you'd suburbs? You'd hear about, you'd hear about crazy shit in the, like, like, in urban areas, like in, you know, the ghetto where it's like, oh, there was a drive-by shooting, two people died. Yeah. But then in the suburbs you hear about shit like, oh, this guy kidnapped his brother and his girlfriend, kept them in a trailer for three days. Right. Um, systematically removed all their toes. And okay. fingers, and then burnt the place a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, right, right. Way more fucked up people right. in the burnt. You know, just yeah. like because they're they're isolated, they're away from any culture or any <laughs> any sort of like moment where they'd have to like, oh look, uh, I have to accept someone else besides a middle class white person. Right, right. They don't have that, so they like. Right. The, if you live in a city, there's yeah. like 19 Mrs. Kravitzes around you, just staring exactly. at you, going. Will you please not do that? Exactly. Yeah, but when you're out in the burbs, there's just mm. one Mrs. Kravitz, and you can fucking trick her. You can, yes, you, you can. You can fool that lady. Look and what bewitched Because she for works for seasons. your dad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They changed Darren's. That woman didn't even notice. <laughs> huh? Boom. Do I have any Gilgan Island jokes? Huh? What is happening? Those people never got off that island. And that and that professor could build anything. Anyway, oh, we so, talking about bewitched. Yeah, remember she oh, was from. Oh, but she then was, you talked about then you then you segued into other hacky TV shows into yes. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, thanks, thanks. That was so good that for a moment I was like, wait, was bewitched on a fucking <laughs> island? <laughs> no, they went back good. to Salem, set twice, once in black and white and once in color. Where was it based? It Salem. Was, no, no, they were. Were the witch hunts? Yeah, they went back in time to Salem to the witch hunts. Because that's what you do if you have a witch mm. sitcom. You want to know? You want to know this real quick? Just a little aside. Yep. Because we're on the witches, real quick. Yeah. My first ever performance experience was playing Proctor from The Crucible in a classroom read aloud. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. The Proctor was kind of the judge dude, wasn't he? Or was that one of the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forget if it was a prosecutor, if it was a lawyer, or if it was a judge. No, he was like the. Well, it was kind of a combination of the two. Okay. You know, Arthur Miller, crazy. Well, that guy was a nut. Guy was nuts. You hear about him a... just banging, just banging winches and <laughs> just. Constantly. You know, he wasn't snorting bacon powder. No. No, you know, he was getting the real shit. <laughs> Cats in the cradle. Nothing. So, um, what, what uh, here's my question about mm-hmm. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It has been, uh, uh, it was its own thing, right? Its own it thing, was yeah. a, it was a Spanish, mm. French. French first. It was French first, and then and Spanish, and it, then it American. Was, it, it was. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher this a little bit. I apologize, but because uh, that's what. <laughs> um, public been, school system. Public, I, school, public system? school system combined what? with all the booze here at this can't believe first year festival. First year. A lot of partying. Um, the it was French initially, and then at some point the French sold it to the Spanish without telling the people who live there. <laughs> so then the Spanish came in and we're like, no, 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 no. We're going to completely, because if you go to the French Quarter, all the buildings are very French, old architecture. But then all of like the balconies and awnings and things like that, that's all French. Cause it's all, I mean, Spanish, it's all iron. Oh, weird. So they came in and tacked on their own. And then there was a fire. They put like, like facades Basically, up there. Yeah. Like, this is too French. We're just going to put a window here. Essentially, like if, if, if you're on, I, I keep using Bourbon Street because it's unfortunately one of the only 
places people seem to understand in that city. But like, if you're in one of those titty bars, mm-hmm. that's you're in a French. You're in a French titty bar. But okay. when you go onto the balcony to show yeah. dressed for beads, yeah, yeah. now you're on a Spanish situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the French, the Spanish added all the balconies and all the awnings oh, did, and all that. Okay. And then there was a fire, and the Spanish rebuilt half of it. And then the French came back, and were like, "Oh shit! Oh, what they did? We got stupid balconies. Damn it! Can we have it back? No. All right, we'll just move uptown and be rich. Oh, so okay. So it became like if you ever if, when you go to the city, there's what's called a neutral ground. Other cities call it a median, where it's just okay. like a yeah. It, I don't know if they were invented in New Orleans, but from what I'm what's a, that's the other thing about being a New Orleanian. Most New Orleans are extremely proud of that city, which it's a great city, to the point where they will convince you that things were invented there. Where it's like, you know, the first time anybody ever had a good time was in New Orleans. <laughs> the first birthday party was thrown here in New Orleans, baby. They didn't celebrate nothing until New Orleans existed, baby. Previously, people were just born and then they died. Nobody exactly. ever counted. Nobody ate food. That was invented here. Nobody listened to music. That was the horn was invented here. The horn, and, you know, and it's and it's great because it's just people are so and it is a wonderful place. But right. the neutral ground was where it was. There's a, the first strip was between what is now the Central Business District and the French Quarter. It was neutral ground because it was where French people living in the quarter and people living up there would meet to discuss whether they could cross into one another's neighborhood. Oh, the okay. Oh, I now see. it's where you, now there's a streetcar on it and in other parts of the city, that's where you stand when the parades roll by. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort a, of a greenway. Is it a greenway now? Is that what they've turned it into? Well, sort of a, oh no, it's all grass, grass and streetcars. Oh, okay. And, so. and guys jog, like really buff dudes jogging just so that ripped. everyone sees them. Just, like, just crazy. Oh, yeah. I saw like, a guy jogging here in Chicago today. And uh, he was only about 20, 21 years old, no shirt, and thin, but not fit. Like a little, like weirdly saggy. That's, that's I think it's so weird. There are two types of male figures emerging. Ah, uh, the emerging male figure. I think I That's have the emerging male figure. Yes. I mean, physical, yeah, the body. <laughs> sure. They are powerful. No. <laughs> um, like, I feel like I'm one, I'm like fat, but I'm solid. Okay. It's like a, I call it whiskey fat. Okay. Or whiskey, or whiskey thin, whiskey thin, it's like, okay. you know. And then what you saw is what I like to call salad fat. Oh, salad fat! It is. You salad know what I mean? Fat. Salad fat. That is. It's like the guy doesn't eat a lot of calories and is maybe you know healthied up a little bit, but his body doesn't exactly show it. And his body does not know it. <laughs> his body has no idea sexy, that he right? is jogging, yeah. and that his <laughs> pectoral muscles are not muscular. They are not. They're just sort of flapping in the wind, but not boobs <laughs> and not fat. Just. Weird. It was a weird-looking man. They're is just what I'm very saying. eccentric nipples. Is what right. I like to call that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Think I just named my next album. <laughs> Fantastic, eccentric. Do you have a current album out so people can? Get oh yeah, there? it's called Standard Operating Procedure. There you go. It's been out for a while though, but it's okay. on, it's on a special thing. You can find it. Yeah, um, there you go. But oh, that's the thing I like to drive home about New Orleans is it's very, there's so much everyone always identifies with. If, you, if people who haven't been, they're like Bourbon Street. I've heard. It's like yeah, you should see it. It right. lives up to its reputation. It's just stupid and crazy. It's a thing to see. Right. But that's like 4% of the magic that is that city. There's so much like, and especially now because the film industry is kind of set up shop there. Okay. Which at first you're like, uh, you know how Hollywood likes to infect things and yeah. but fucking and make turn them Turn it suck. into a Starbucks. But exactly. <laughs> but it's a lot of people who are like, it's a lot of like behind the, like gaffers and sound guys and girls who are like, oh, I was doing this in LA for years, miserable. Didn't yeah. realize that, and now I can do it here. Right. So it's a lot of, like, that brought in a whole bunch of people. And then, like, the school system stepped it up as far as the universities are concerned. So now there's more okay. college kids there. And there's actually a comedy scene there, which there, you and I have talked about this on the yeah, phone. Yeah, we have talked about I this. I started doing stand-up there when it was, like, one open mic. Okay. And that was it. And Once it was a week. Chinese. Exactly. Oh, that's and you, so sad. <laughs> and you... <laughs> And you had to do it in Mandarin. You had to, well, or Cantorin, or Cantorin, <laughs> which is a, a combination of the two. <laughs> it's Cantorin and Man, Cant, Cantonese, Cantonese and Mandarin. And Mandarin together. It was, it was, you had to do it to where even Chinese people didn't understand. That is a classic New Orleans thing where you're going to take a couple of languages mm-hmm. and smash them together. Cajunify them. Cantorin, baby. <laughs> the people wasn't speaking Cantorin before they came to New Orleans. <laughs> But so, yeah, yeah it's, so it's there's awesome. Bourbon Street, and then, but I understand, like, like on Mardi Gras, you can go like two streets over, and there's nobody showing boobs, and nobody yeah. showing their the neck of their. You can penis. go thousands of streets over. I mean, Bourbon Street is just it's one street, eight blocks, that's it. 
And that's it. That's it. The French Quarter is six blocks by 13 blocks. So there's so much more going on. And Mardi Gras, the parade part, doesn't even happen in the French Quarter. All the parades happen uptown. Okay. You just kind of drum, drunkenly stumble your way into the quarter, into the dark, into the abyss. Into the, the madness. <laughs> right. The, so. But it's a, like, what you, the thing that, you, like, it's one of the top three, I think, like, street performance things every year. Okay. I've seen some insane street performers. Like, not on bourbon, everywhere else in New Orleans who just... But just in New Orleans doing weird shit? Doing... They come from... They, they get people who make a living just traveling to cities doing... Doing the thing that they do. Eating live, you know, dolphins. Not really that. Right, right. But, <laughs> I mean, that would be a... Jesus Christ. Wow. You like, go, I would be like, go hey, come dolphins. on, but I'm going to watch you do it once. <laughs> do it once, but stop that. Right. People <laughs> love dolphins. Yeah. And it, but the... Um, what, uh, yeah, what have you seen? What kind of... One of the, the... One of the... It was so simple. It was just a guy on Congos, but he was just freestyle rapping about people as they, wa- as they walked by <laughs> into a microphone. Just yeah. like, this guy's head is really fat, but it ain't as fat as this girl's ass. I'm not him. So, and it wasn't that mean either. I'm going to try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Try again. again. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing by him. This guy's head looks like broccoli. I wish he would come and shock me. With electricity in his veins. And it was just very, like, it was all very friendly, but very, like, on the spot. And he had, right. a, and he had like, a headpiece microphone. So it was, okay. And it was, I, we watched him, because we were high, we watched him for, it had to be an hour and a half. We would go get beers and come back and bring right. other people. And he was just crushing it. And yeah. people were walking up being like, hey, hey. Throw like a twenty in his yeah. bucket and be like, say something about my friend. He'd be like, hey, your friend's got a real cool tie. I hope he never ever dies. You know, right, and yeah. people are like, ah, this guy's a genius. <laughs> He's a fucking genius. Wow, that is, but that's really cool. I mean, that's yeah. just a guy just riffing and being really. It was like live caricature, exactly, but with his mouth instead of a pen. Well, and yeah, and we that's, like we liked him so much yeah. that we wanted to like. We, like, waited until he was, like, all right, you know, going to move on. Yeah. We were, like, hey, we, that was great. Would you like to smoke weed with us? And he was, like, of course I would. Yes. And we did. But he, like, we walked with him, and he ran the corner, and there was just, like, a van. And it was, like, three other street performers. And he, like, gave them his, like, take of money he had just made. Oh. And they put it in the van and locked it. And he explained it was, like, a co-op thing. It was, like, these oh, guys okay. meet up and are, like, this is our van. This is where the money's going to go. This is where we're watching each other's back. You know, it was kind of like a, yeah. yes, bless you. Sorry, yeah, about that. that's good. Sorry that I missed that. I was just, oh, but it was a very, it was a very. But that makes sense because otherwise yeah. you'd get you'd get busted and you get robbed and. Get, I mean, you, yeah, you get robbed, you get all that shit. Just rolled and rolled. And, and beaten up and yeah, my brother's flanked. I, yeah, flanked. Flanked. Shanked. 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 Yeah. A real one. Shanked. That's uh, a real one. Just, flanked is just when someone comes around to the side of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or unless yeah, you're not always a bad thing, is it? No, but it's a great thing in D and D because then you get a plus one to your hit. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> in other news, uh, so um, so th- so that's the main thing is, and then, yeah. but the rest of the town must have like like is there good Italian restaurants? I mean, is yeah. that like because there's a lot of Cajun food, so lots people are blackening some things and a lot they're throwing of some some garlic on some frying. items, some deep frying, mm-hmm. some catfish are being raised to be a slaughtered. Lot of, yes, they are. In what, uh I've only had catfish fried. Is there any other way to have catfish? I, I like I like everything uh, black and you said it. I love everything black and black okay. and shrimp, black and okay, black asparagus. What is what is the blackening process? You, just, you put way too much salt, pepper, pepper cayenne, and oh. just pss, pss, and just burn it. <laughs> it's not even cooked. It's terrible for you. It's the worst. I'm sweating right now because of all the blackened things I'm eating. You you've eaten so many blackened. I mean, it's like the food there is definitely going to kill you. Okay. It's delicious but you're gonna and wonderful, die anyway, but you're going right? to, yeah, one, one day. And you might as well just eat. No, the rest, and like there's, the rest of the city, it is a very, you know, nightlife driven city, but there is also like, it is beautiful. It does have hundred year old oak trees and yeah, hundred year old, hundreds of years old. Now, trees, you know, I think it was Retta. I don't know if you know Retta, it's just stand up comedy. She's on um, Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was her. No, I'm wrong. Different black comic. Sorry about that. <laughs> Hello, her name is Halura Lyle, and I haven't seen her in 15 years. Anyway, she she had a family reunion because her family originally uh, were slaves down in uh, New Orleans, mm. and uh, they had a big family reunion there, and they took a, a, a tour of the plantations. Oh, yeah. And the, it was their family, about 32 people, and uh, three white couples, and uh, those were some nervous white couples. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's a, it was a, one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. Her talking about being on this boat, going down this river, and just the white people just getting more and more nervous. And they're going, yeah, that was it. See that? That's where the family used to live back in those tiny, sh- see those shacks? Yeah. And uh, it was just weird. <laughs> the ones that are, the walls are lined with spikes? Yeah. In the, <laughs> yeah. No, in which, which, it's actually funny. I've been on those uh, those tours before, similar situation. I didn't. I Did didn't, you go for school ever? I did go for school. That's exactly that's why that's I went. That's one of the field yeah. trippy kind of things yeah, yeah. that they make you do, right? And it, yeah, but it was like it was a bunch of kids, and then like you know a group of black people, and then like same thing, like two white couples. Yeah. But it was funny because they weren't like they never went nervous. They went the other way, where it was like, like and right here is where you know they they, they were they would you know pick the cotton or whatever, and these people were like, oh, I can't believe they made them do that. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Oh God! If I could only go back to then, I I would bring them water and I would stop I would stop this from happening. I would take their clothes and be like, "Run, run! I'll do it until they realize it's not you," which they shouldn't do because you shouldn't see skin color, so they should never actually realize that you're gone. They should just look and be like, "Well, skin, it's good." <laughs> like they really went the and it, I remember being like eighth grader, being like, "Whoa! I, don't, I think you're making it worse." Right? Somehow. So especially if you're wearing like Bangladesh t-shirts and like some sort of shoes that were made in Indonesia, and, yeah. you know, it's not, you're not really wearing anything any better. Pants that are still being hemmed by a, by yeah. a Chinese kid. And move your cape and you will see the unlucky children of the world. I'm the only one who ever saw that particular version of Scrooge. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, yeah, oh from, God, okay. Remember when that guy, he says, these are the unhappy children. And uh, you remember that? No, no. What, Bill Murray Scrooge? No. I think it was, uh, it was one, of the, one of the good ones, Alistair McCrawley. That's not a word. Uh, <laughs> drinking game. Drink when I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just go. Go. Chug. And it turns out the audience is mostly sober after that game, Jackie. <laughs> How have I helped? How have I helped? Audience, you listeners at home, you'll never believe what just happened. (laughs) But Jackie's iced coffee leapt into her arms like a lover that hasn't seen her in years. Oh, my God. I was almost electrified. Uh, Luckily, there was one sip that I desperately wanted, (laughs) and now it's on my glasses. Oh, well. That so, was pretty, uh. That was exciting. Wasn't I feel it? like I possessed your body for a second because I do that shit constantly. Oh my, I Sorry. am a gazelle. I am a gazelle when it comes to all <laughs> foods, beverages, falling over, my left foot, my I right foot. I think that's foot. the name of your next album. I am a gazelle. I am a gazelle. <laughs> Somebody wanted me, I do a very old joke about not getting, like, when, how I'm not a wildcat in the sack. I'm hardworking and earnest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> makes up for a lot. And, uh, so, uh, <laughs> and I, the label, Dan Schlissel was like, you should call your album that. And I was like, yeah, but that was on two albums ago. And he's like, I don't care. Nah. Still call it that. And I was like, just repeat it. Just do it again. Call it Getting Finger Blasted by the Man I Love. Which is also... You do have a great fingering is- <laughs> joke on the second album. That's the second album. I got the Dur- George W. Bush. That's the name of it. And then it's a great fingering joke. Weird. Weird, right? No, no. Fing- you know, people, it's, it, it's, not, it's the execution. Not the topic. You know oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you should be able to talk about anything, right? Fingering, I mean, I, fingering especially. Fingering is one of them. I went to the gynecologist, and uh, I wanted to do a joke about it, and I literally paused because there's an unspoken lady comedy rule where you're not ever supposed to talk about your your uh, your, your bodily functions. You're not mm-hmm. allowed. Not allowed. And, is, uh, it, is it so it really is sort of a, I've noticed yeah, that, yeah. but I've never wanted to be like, let me in. <laughs> What's happening? What's well, you know, the secret? It's just sort of like whatever it happens, you just sort of everybody just goes, "Oh shit, I hope this isn't as horrible as it could be because Elaine Boozler in 1983 did one joke about menstruation yeah. and then none of it, nobody gets to ever mention it again and whatever." Mm. And uh, and the thing is is, you know, it's my vagina, my uh my, my, my gynecology joke, it's more a come in your face joke and that's never been outlawed. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, no, that is a classic that needs to be discussed at least three times a week. You don't. You mean like lately? You mean like lady come in the face? Oh no, no. Oh okay, because that's, that's just, nobody. 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 That, that is an untouched. Uh, yeah. That is something that clearly that, that mm-hmm. needs a twenty-minute chunk. Anybody? 
of Lady Come. 20-minute chunk. Got a good, Ew. call that a stream. <laughs> a good 20-minute stream. Here's, well, here's what happened. I go to the gynecologist. My gynecologist actually says to me, you have the vagina of a 30-year-old, which made me laugh so hard. Then I went home and I told my husband that, and he said, I am the rejuvenator. And, uh, right? That's just funny stuff right there. That's just good, good joke. Absolutely. And then I said, yes, your penis is the fountain of youth, but you still can't come in my face. Huh? Uh, Boom. Dirtiest joke I've ever written in my life. Dirtiest joke ever. Dirtiest joke ever. That, it's funny when, uh, you don't, you don't, you're not very dirty. No, I, but and the weird thing is I did the dirty show in, uh, I, in, uh, Moon Tower, Moon Tower in Austin. You did? Yeah. So God, I, I wish I would have seen that. I followed, no, because I just did my act. Uh, <laughs> no one was more disappointed than the audience. Because <laughs> I essentially did the dirtiest jokes I had, which were just essentially poignant stories of sex. <laughs> <laughs> so I followed Ari Shafir. Who was just the king of it. Just the king of it, because he hosted it. it. Yeah. And then Bobby Slayton. And then what I most The Pitbull of Comedy? The, <laughs> <laughs> giving a bad name to pit bulls. The pit bull of... You know that's like a thing that I do all the time when I host shows? When, uh, whenever it's like a big secret drop-in headliner? Like I did it with... The first time I ever did it was with Galifianakis. Like he was like... It was at this show Whiplash in New York, UCB. You've oh, done yeah. that. Great show. And New he York shows shit. up and it's like a secret drop-in headliner. And I went up and I just was like, Well, folks, uh, you never know who you're going to get. It's New York. So here we go. Uh, great to have him. He just dropped in. Pitbull comedy, Bobby Slayton. And people clap like, I guess this, okay. This and then no one comes out. And I'm like, is he coming? And the, the, the guy behind the booth like, no, he left. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess we'll just bring up the next guy on the show, uh, Zach Galifianakis. And people lose their shit. And then they lose their minds. But I did it once a couple of years ago when Nick Kroll wasn't Nick Kroll yet, when he was still. Okay, when he was just Nick. When he was just Nick, yeah. right. Um, and I he did used it. to just be Nick. <laughs> he used to be Nick. I, but I was like, he's super famous. Yeah. But I guess the audience was like, no, we don't know who he is that much yet. Because <laughs> then I brought him out, and they were like, oh, same response. Oh, shit. But then, like, two years later, he would have two TV shows on air. And, and boom. Super yeah. famous. And yeah. then they thought back in time, and were like, why didn't I? But Bobby Slayton was doing this joke, and I'm sure he still is at this time, about how. The pit bull. The pit bull of comedy. <laughs> pit bull don't change his ways. Well, people, well, and it was only four months ago, so he gets to fucking do a joke for four months. Oh, it was only four months ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, no. He, oh, I thought you were saying, like, he's been doing this one since 83. No, no. Uh, no. Uh, not to my knowledge. But this one, it was just about how his wife had a 60-year-old vagina and how gross it was. And uh, and so I went up and I was like, but don't you have a 60-year-old penis? And shouldn't you be psyched wherever you get to stick your 60-year-old penis? And didn't, isn't it appropriate that you stick your 60-year-old? In other words, not that dirty. Not that dirty, Jackie. To talk about how the 60-year-old penis should probably go into the 60-year-old vagina, and that would be apropos. You should always, you should, you should travel with the filthiest opener you can. <laughs> and just, just follow and dissect it. It's just logic. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting theory on that business. I would say just avoid letting him ejaculate in your nose. <laughs> Is why would you hang out with her, sir? Is who are you dating? Strippers? Don't they trust? They're always going to be about your cheddar. <laughs> Maybe if you dated librarians, you'd sing about how. Uh, bitches be reading too much. Anyway, so uh, that's what I, that's uh, what I, my theory I, on rap stars. Anyway. That's fu- uh, uh, I did a, last year I was doing a thing in Toronto and Maria Bamford was there. Bamford. We were doing um, the fucking, what's that thing the Canadians love? Match game. Oh, right. They love that shit. <laughs> and that it was, it's, you know, I'm not, it, it, it was fun. But Maria just, I guess, decided early on she was going to go full on crazy blue. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, like all of her answers are just like, I want to get in the asshole. And it was in like drawings of it, you know, because you have to draw. And it was the funniest thing because it was like, Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. I would love it if every time she went to Camp Canada, just something snapped and she was just like, you fucking cunts. She just went so blue, but only in Canada. Only in Canada. That's where it all happens. Where She was like, well, I was fisting this guy. And I don't know why. I don't know why. It's something about the border. But that's it. But the same version of that joke here is just like, so you ever think you're a butterfly? <laughs> I do. A, yeah, there's monarchs and there's a blue one. Anyway, so uh, Maria Bamford, you guys, go see her. We're all we're both really good at impersonating her. We're apparently. amazing, yeah. Maria Bamford uh, impression. 
Um, what what we, else? What are we talking about? We, what were we talking about? We were talking about, oh, wait, let's, let's segue into, because, you know, there's going to be a big article about Maria this Sunday. Mm. Wait, today's Sunday. World Cup happening right now. World Cup right now, Argentina. And Germany. And Germany. You know where most of the Nazis fled after World Argentina. <laughs> Did you see Albert Brooks's tweet about it? No. He said, uh, if Adolf Eichmann were still alive, he would be torn. Who to root for? <laughs> torn. <laughs> ah, that's good writing. That's a good one. Anyway, so, uh, but, uh, no, it's actually next Sunday, July 20th, the day of my birth. That's right. Uh, yeah, I was born. I wasn't just fully formed like Venus coming out of a seashell of, in Lake Michigan. Because I'm from Wisconsin. Anyway, can, so. But can, can, can we reenact that on your birthday every year from here on out? Yes. Is yes, it, we can. Here's where she came from the lake. Exactly. I will go formed. into South Walkie, Wisconsin, and I will I will rise from the sea of... Uh, Did of you call it South, South Walkie? South Milwaukee? Oh, I thought you South Milwaukee. Oh, cripes, it's nice there. <laughs> it's a straight shot from here. You could just go up Lake Drive forever. <laughs> You don't wanna. It's, uh, uh, it's where you, you just pass that second meth lab and then you hang a left. It's nice. But say hi. And then it's right by the little league. The right by the little league park is where we're keeping the meth labs now. Anyway, um, true. Sad. So on your birthday. Next so week. on my birthday, Maria's going to be in the New York Magazine. Uh, big big thing about mental health and about her and about mm. being uh, a smarty pants and being all comedy funny. And yeah. uh, and you were talking about mental health and that you enjoy mental health. As a dorkdom. I mean, every I, I enjoy it because it's good to have. Good to have? Yeah. Like, I think how, everyone... how, do you, how do you keep it together on the road? Because you're on the road all the time too, right? I don't. Oh, no. I, mean, I, mean, I do. Yeah, I do. I, I, you know, it's sometimes your head goes to strange places. Sometimes sure. you get into a cab and give directions to a place in Brooklyn when you're in Minneapolis. <laughs> and the cabbie's like, oh, oh you no, forget where you're going. Like, oh, shit. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you forget or just, where you yeah. are. Yeah, everything just starts to bleed together. You, uh, I get really, I'll get like real, like, I just need to, because you'll have those days where you're like, okay, so the first person I'm going to talk to today is the host when I tell him what I want him to say. Oh, right. And that's, and and that's so you five hours to, from now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then, or, or like you get up and you do radio. Oh, yeah. And even like certain, like, I mean. You've only got to sleep four hours. Right, right. And sometimes people don't realize, like, I, I know comedians love doing Bob and Tom, but like, I've done it a couple of times and I find it really I don't, I'm not a fan. It's hard. I, I feel ganged, it can be hard. Well, it's like you're ganged up on. It's like these four people who've spent the past 20 years, you know, cracking jokes on each other. Right. And it's 7 in the morning. Yeah. And you're like, and so I'm supposed to do joke? I'm supposed to actually do material? And like they by want performing? You to, they want you to do material. Right. And it's it's actually hard because they 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 half want you to do material and they half want you to talk. And yeah, you're yeah. like, well, you get to pick one. Because exactly. uh, yes. I, uh, I can't really farm the joke into the conversation unless you set me up right, because mm. otherwise it's going to be a bit of a smash cut. And, right, uh, right. Yeah. Or they'll or be like, so, Sean, you, uh, you, you think, uh, you, you think uh, the airport's, uh, you think you, that uh, the airport should be a little bit uh, nicer with who they let in. <laughs> and that's like, oh, is that the, my joke that's about homeless people in airports? <laughs> but then it's also like you'll start setting it up being like, no, I used to be a dog walker. And, and they're like, dog walker, what's that like? What kind of dogs you walk? Huh? Right. And you're like, how do you, am I going to fucking do the bit? But you won't let me do the bit. Let me do the bit and then you, you want to just fucking talk? <laughs> Let's just fucking talk. <laughs> it's, I will say yeah. this about rage when doing the stand-up comedy, because it feels completely inappropriate because you get to do stand-up comedy on the road right. and, you're li- and you feel very successful and your life is very beautiful. And uh, and then, yes. but you just want to punch somebody and it's the tiniest thing and you're just like, what do you mean? What do you mean the thing's not ready? Wait, <laughs> the, the room's not ready? I'm sorry, I called and I said that the room, uh, I had an early check-in, early check-in. Mm-hmm. Is that not happening? And mm-hmm. they're like, ma'am, it is not happening. I'm like, I am so sorry. I am losing my shit, yeah. and I gotta go away. And you just gotta take a lap. And then, and then I also, if you're the only people you're gonna talk to at night are the other comics mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. I am the chattiest fucking magoo with every Ooh. waiter, with every barista, with Ooh, every just yeah. people I'm walking behind in the hotel going. Oh, that elevator took a while, didn't it? Didn't that take? A-? Yeah. In the hopes to have a human goddamn connection oh. in the waking hours. God, God bless anyone who's accidentally called me during those those days <laughs> oh, yeah, to ask yeah. me a question. Yeah, because it can save and your And you life. get a two and a half hour response. Right. You know, it's it's just, yeah. But but I feel it's also like. Because I mean, six hours on Twitter doesn't cover it. No. 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 
six out, walking like oh, it's it's it can get so. But sometimes it's great when you're in like an actual city, yeah, and you can walk around and just like ah, now I, this is where I need. Right. I don't want anyone else around. Yeah, and I like to just can I do my set via satellite? <laughs> right, because I want to be in this town and just walk around. Right. Could you? I mean, we are. I appreciate all of you guys coming out to sit in the dark uh, here in an afternoon in a beautiful mm-hmm. afternoon in Chicago. It's so beautiful out there. Yeah, we I know. should just be out. We should all just fucking be out there. We slept till one p.m. Oh, really? Because you stayed out so late at the party after party. You weren't there. I noticed. No, no. What happened was, is, uh, <laughs> I went out. Uh, I stayed out till like two thirty the night before, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "Oh, I'm done." And then today, I did. Uh, I did Peter's uh, podcast, which is uh, "Make Your Life Full of Despair." What the hell is it called, Peter? This Thus week speak, oh. in despair. See that on iTunes. I thought you were taking a shot. No, I was not. Okay. Allow me to take that <laughs> shot now. Uh, here's the thing about this week in despair. He finds the most depressing topics possible, and then you're like, "Riff, riff." And you're like, okay, Hobby Lobby, hilarious. So and, he's uh, like every comedian's uncle when they find out you start doing comedy. Well, except for, and, but it's much smarter. It's a lot <laughs> yeah, smarter. It's a lot wait, smarter have, you, have you seen how they put gum in the flat packages now? <laughs> you should, here, do something with that. Oh, except for the, yeah, no, not at except all, for actually. Despair, yeah. <laughs> except for it's much more, it's much darker. We, we found out there was some, there was some woman who's on YouTube who's using her ventriloquist powers uh, to have a YouTube channel where she, um, she masturbates to it. To her, 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 her ventriloquist Slappy, the dummy, uh, is, uh, is, is masturbating her. And I guess, I wonder if she's, I didn't watch any of it, uh, which I think is a blessing for me. Uh, but if you get a chance, find out if she's a good ventriloquist. Like, is she actually throwing her voice while she's going, I don't know what you're like, but I'm going to beat you up, you stupid bitch. And it's weird, because uh, she plays uh, essentially a battered wife, and the puppet plays a misogynist. Oh, I mean, it's easily one of the most depressing fucking things I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> it's, got, it's got the worst visual. <laughs> I'm just like a woman. It's yeah, that's an actual visual. visual. That the, is possible. Of the, of the master being like somehow painting her clitoris like a punching bag and having one of those punching nun dolls. <laughs> like, You're so bad. And just. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You should oh, do. God. You should do the wake and despair. People uh, do. That's hilarious. Wait, so she, but she's like. 26-year-old ex-stripper. And her puppet is masturbating. Is yeah, but her it's off. a green monster called uh, Slappy. And the thing about ventriloquism is... Kind of fucking brilliant, man. Well, uh, if, if she's good, like you said, though. If she's I good... Hope she's, I hope she's really yeah. good at ventriloquism. Peter, did you watch it? No, you... Oh, fair enough. You just read the article and was like, I know better. I know better than to go there. Good for Even you. Even though that hesitation says yes. <laughs> it, means he, it means he thought about it, yeah. <laughs> at the very least. But, uh, yeah, it. Um, but mental health is, it's so important to really yeah, figure yeah. out how to keep yourself sane on the road. Well, I'd say, like, that's kind of been a thing my life, because I, I, I have obsessive compulsive disorder, and people, I think a lot of people claim to have it, and it's like, what do you, what do you, why, what's your thing? How have you saved the world this today? <laughs> right. Oh, you by know? clenching what your are, fingers. What are your, what are yeah. your, what, 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 uh, compulsions have you done that have prevented right. a meteorite it... from striking the earth? Okay. Even though you know that's not true. But it's a lot like when, you know, it's. There's you, different levels. There's different it. levels, yeah. of course. Like, it has, it has nothing to do with germs or right angles sometimes. Right. But like, you know, especially in this business, there are a lot of people, we both know, who are like, they have, they have to make pills appear in their mouths to be yeah. normal people and they yeah, have yeah. to like and it's really it's kind of scary uh that no one seems to truly give a shit about mental health these days i mean like i mean everybody everybody's like we need to do something but like la mm-hmm. if there really are any frontiersmen of the mental health trade go to fucking los angeles and save it because there are so many insane people yeah. on the streets Oh, and you right. just kind of brush them off as hobos, which because that's technically what they are, right? Because they're hobos, but they're uh, it's because you know? of the weather. They get it, to live exactly. outside. Exactly, they get to live outside. Yeah. The sun lies to them and says it's okay right. to live on the street. Right. Yes, half of them are former crack at, or meth addicts or guys who are like I'm going to live in L.A. I don't even need a home. Cut right. Five years later, that well, guy just wears a trash bag. Right. I live in the valley, and every 
uh, in the morning I walked to the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. One mile each way, you guys. I'm exercising. I'm out there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I walked to the, and at 9 a.m. Uh, in, on Sherman, on uh, Sepulveda and Sherman Way, mm-hmm. there are strippers. And uh, th- uh, working uh, that stretch of Sepulveda near Sherman Way. Strippers? Or- Not strippers, prostitutes. Oh, I was like, what's going oh. <laughs> on? I'm sorry, they are clothes. They are clothes. <laughs> um, but I was, I, I also thought you just meant like, hey, you want a private strip show in your car? Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Yeah. Let's get over here by this Honda Accord <laughs> from the 90s. And, uh, no, they, uh. Okay, <laughs> so. Yeah, so, but I walk by them and so there's like, there's usually three uh, women who are working, uh, looking for sex money things. And then, uh, and then, uh, there's usually like two or three dudes who are just homeless guys. Who are just sort of talking to them from across parking lots. Yeah. Like just going, hey, hey, how's it going over there? You know, and it's, <laughs> it's just, and they're like, Jimmy, not now, not now, Jimmy. I'm, I'm working this corner right now. And, and but then he's like, th- not the, you behind you. It's Walter. Well, no one's there. But they're the only mental health, but, but those yeah. women are the only mental health that those guys have. Yeah. I mean, they are essentially, they're essentially, they're therapists. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, and you could tell, that like, like, you know, I, the, the group of people I have the least fucking sympathy on for on the planet oh, are gutter, gutter punks. I don't give a fuck. Oh. I don't give a fuck. Oh. Fuck you. Like, I hate them. Not you. But just like no, no. these like these like able-minded, able-bodied, like, we're just trying to get fucked up and we got dogs and you're going to be more sympathetic toward us because we have dogs. We're right. using these dogs because you care about the dogs it's a prop. to get money. And fuck it, bro. Why are you being weird? Just fuck it. I just try to get loaded and live my life. I fucking hate them. I hope they all, if the shit ever happens, take them first, you know? If the zombie apocalypse is real, I'm pushing them in front of me. You know what I mean? Right, right. But, like, but you can tell when it's a guy who's just sitting yeah. there banging his head in the wall and has no hands. There's a dude on Hollywood Boulevard who doesn't have hands. No hands. No hands. And okay. he's just walking around talking to himself, and it's like, somebody, come on. Right. Like, I don't know what I could do for this guy, but right. someone who's like a professional, right. go give that bear hug him and take him into the, Did you, you know? see, I saw a thing on Facebook the other day. Yeah, Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, it was a guy named Tim's Place, and it's a Down Syndrome kid who has a, a breakfast place. A guy, he has Down Syndrome, and uh, his dad, and his, his parents, and his brother, it's his place, but they kind of helped him out a little bit. And uh, yeah. he, it's breakfast and hugs. And, uh, and so everybody <laughs> comes in, he hugs them. And then he makes sure that they get their food. And mm-hmm. it was one of the most beautiful videos I've ever seen in my life. Uh, just this dude who's like, yeah, I'll hug you. And he'll hug anybody. Is it, and, is it as good as the one where the tiger or the lion recognizes the people? Sebastian the lion? No. you never seen that one? No. Want to cry today? Oh, my God. Happiness? All right. It's the, it's the couple, the gay couple that raised uh, a lion until yeah. it was too big and they had to let it go. Yeah. And then they went and found it years later. And, well, it, rec- they... and it recognized them both and like ran up and hugged like a ti- like a lion. Oh. Hug. Yeah. All set to a Whitney I'm Houston song. I'm almost crying now. <laughs> All set to a song. Um, but it, yeah. Did, you, but did that... you see the dog and the turtle playing catch? Can't handle that. Okay, that's. Uh, Jesus Christ. Unlikely friends. Unlikely <laughs> friends. The turtle uh, playing, playing fetch with a little terrier. Where is this Tim's restaurant? Uh, I don't know where Tim's place is. I Tim's should place. find out. You definitely. I think it's in like New Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't think there's a comedy club there. Let's do a tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's get out there. Let's see if we can do a one nighter. Tim's at his place. Yeah, that it would actually be really great. It's. Uh, yeah, but I. But I do think. That there, I mean, I think the dialogue is there to mm-hmm. start with the with the mental health, especially because nobody's stopping those people from getting a lot of guns. It should be like the number fucking one priority of everything, right? But of all, like, every, but they want to medicate everybody instead of actually talking. Right, to people, right. That, right? That's, that's the line is where it's like medication versus just actual therapy. But there's also a line there yeah. where you can tell someone who just really needs to talk. To someone once a week yeah. versus someone who's like, no, you're you're fucking chemically whacked out. Right, you're misfiring. We need your to, synapses we, exactly. are not actually. We're just gonna lube. We're just gonna lube that up a little bit. Yeah, that's it. And now you're gonna be okay. I got I got s- several friends. Los Angeles is full of some very beautiful people who uh, need mm-hmm. an occasional. Uh, I I feel very lucky right. that I don't have to take any of that. Not stuff. Myself as well. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, and it's it's. I mean, I get depressed. I'm not. I'm. I'm a human. I had a Ford Explorer for 11 years. Every now and again, I'd have to put a little extra water in the radiator because it had a slight leak. 
That's it. Ran forever. That is a depressed, me occasionally evac- depressed exactly. Ford Explorer. Help me. Exactly. <laughs> Your Ford Explorer My just Ford Explorer was, had a little slight manic depression. Well, just, just need a little water. It's life, man. It gets better. And then that's what you want to tell all those, the gay kids in, in high school, it gets better. And then yeah. you want to say, and then it gets worse. <laughs> and then you know what happens? It gets better. And then uh, you it, get better at dealing with the shit. Right. And then it's just, you know, it's an up and down and kind of situation. you just get better at it. It's, well, for, it's just, you know, everybody dies. Did you know that? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a disappointment to me. My father. Everybody uh, poops, too. Everybody. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? Everybody poops is a better children's book than everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> Grandpa and Grandma. Wait, no. Uh, isn't there a children's book? So who's telling about this? Uh, they're called Every, My Friends Are All My Friends Are Dead. Yeah? yeah? Oh, is that a children's? Is that a real children's book or is that Go the Fuck to Sleep children's book? <laughs> Oh, to go the fuck to sleep children's book. Because uh, have you ever? Uh, I have go the fuck to sleep. I bought the Kindle. Bought the Kindle. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know why I'm. Uh, my asides are all braggadocio. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I have a Twitter account. Anyway, uh, <laughs> things are happening. This bottle of water's mine. And uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so but I, so I do think that there's that there's. I hope. What 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 do you want to happen? I mean, I, I would love it if, like, they really made it like, like there was an AmeriCorps full of therapists. Okay. That just hit the streets. That just really – because think of all the crazy things that would be eradicated if, like, you there were red flags. And also at a young age. When right. A, when a young person's, like, 13, you're like, ooh, that's that's sociopathic. Right. The things you're doing. Or, or not even that. Or, oh, this kid – sometimes it's no one's fault. That's the problem. Sometimes it's just like, right. oh – their parents weren't bad people. They just were neglective because they were busy. Right. Because they were working right. 50 hours a week. And this kid kind of grew up with no self-confidence. And now he's just an introvert and being picked on and can't – it's not that the – it's like your kids are always going to get picked on. Trying to make bullies stop picking on kids is a moot point. But being able to take kids and let them or make them understand how to overcome and deal with being picked on. Yeah, because there is that's no, where we need to go. I mean, you, you know, if, like you know how people are. Some people are raised right. in a very good environment. You're taught the difference between right and wrong. Right, you're right. taught that you are loved, that you are a valuable person, and then you get to be 22 and you're depressed anyway. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, and you have to realize that you can still mourn your childhood, right? Like you can sure. still be sad and mad about mm-hmm. shit that happened when you were a kid, but you have to. And you have to be mad and sad about things yes. that happen to you before you can get through it to find a place where you can forgive everybody and accept mm-hmm. everybody and just sort of – then you can get on with your life, you know? And there's exactly. no – there's no – except like essentially we all turn tw- 20 or 21 and we're like, you know what I'm going to do? Crawl into a bottle. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> and then throw I'm myself gonna, into the ocean. <laughs> I'm going to self-medicate until I'm 30. Mm. And then when I'm 30, I'm going to look around and go, oh, it doesn't really fucking matter. Uh. And uh, and then you'll just sort of – and you'll be half mad and you'll be half over it. And some people are 36 years old and they're still mad at their parents. And you're like, mm. yeah, I really wish you would have talked about this with somebody when you were 24. Exactly. No? Okay. Nah. All right. Because now you got that hard edge. Right, because now, now you, that anger's been seasoned, man. Yeah. Sharpened, you know you what I mean? You were blackened. You blackened. You blackened that anger. That fish of and a it's soul. not good for you. It is not good for you. That's going to be, that is not going to be a tasty treat. It's, uh, that is, okay. So, Sean Patton, this is, this has been kind of fascinating. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and we're, oh, an hour's God. already up, of it's course. It's already up. Uh, because that's what happens. That's what happens with the dork forest, you guys. Mm-hmm. We start talking, and then all of a sudden the hour's over, and you're like, wait, what? You uh, get lost, you, you don't want to find your way back, so no. we'll stay here. Chirp, 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 exactly. chirp. Exactly. Who's got a tent? Do we even need one? Anyway, so uh, is it is it SeanPatton.com? No. No, actually. Nobody my, can own that. Here's a, well, no, uh, it's a very hilarious point that uh, <clears throat> my my website's awful. It's it's IamSeanPatton.com, but it's, it's awful, and I need someone to tweet at me at Mr. Sean Patton and tell me that you can fix it. Okay. Because it's the guy I hired is is it didn't, I, it didn't a, work out. A, you know, don't do business with friends. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just don't do business with friends. Right. It's not worth you it. You want to continue to be friends. Exactly. Yeah. Or continue to do business. One of those two. We're ways. still friends. Just business is done. It now, just you know? didn't. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you could go to I am Sean Patton. Look at it. And it's just, oh yeah, that's a mess. That's yeah. Sucks that does bad. need to be fixed out. It's a it's 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 a WordPress site. I don't remember my password. Neither does he. It's ridiculous. 
There's an AOL account somewhere yeah, exactly. in the, the other world that your password can be um, sent to. Exactly. But, yeah, but if you want to, you know, if you tweet at me at MrSeanPatton.com, I'll get part Well, you know, Vilmos does my my website. He's a good guy. Really? Yeah. He's a real good guy. Done. Vilmos. If you go to JackieCation.com, scroll to the very bottom. There's like a neat, unfortunate neon uh, clicker. Click on that, and uh, but my my site's pretty good. Vilmos. What? Vilmos. 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 I believe he lives here in Illinois. He might be here. Are you here, Bill? No. It seems like one of those things where you just have to go out into the like site. Vilmos. Vilmos. And And you rise from the ether. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) May I help you? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So we'll 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 hook that up, and uh, but you're on Twitter, Mr. Sean Patton, and um and you probably tweet shows and all that kind of stuff. Where are you in August? Um. You're going to lie I down? Think, I think I'm in New York for most of August, and I'm doing the High Plains Comedy Fest in Denver Okay. in August. And, I, and I'm doing the Nut Street Comedy Club at the end of August. I can't remember the exact dates, but I think it's the last weekend. In Wilmington, North Carolina. All right. Pretty dope. And I do have that uh, this show, The Best Bars in America on Esquire. Okay. With Jay Larson airing well, that's, that's right, right now. That's right. Best Bars in America, Jay yeah. Larson on Esquire Television, correct? Yeah. All right. We are drunk on television. Sweet, for sweet. an hour at a time. One hour at a time. And are you really drunk? Yes. Okay. And you're like, why yes. not? Mm-hmm. They still pay us. Why not be mm-hmm. drunk? Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've chosen wisely. Uh, thank you so much for coming to uh, a live episode of The Dork Forest. Here at the Chicago Exposition, uh, comedy uh, festival exposition, yeah, yeah. where we've uh, exposed our comedy to people. And uh, and we've uh, this has been such a great uh, fest thing uh and uh i don't know super fun thanks a lot for coming guys good night yes my hat my hat my hat they're dancing around my hat my hat my hat my hat well what do you think of that if it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?